cancer, diabetes, obesity, hypertension, and asthma are all examples of non-communicable diseases. And sadly, these diseases are the leading cause of death globally. But do they really affect us here in Africa? And are Africans really living with these diseases? Find out here at the African NCD Champions Podcast as we share incredible stories of Africans living with non-communicable diseases. My name is Ogweno Steven and I'll be your host. Let's roll! So, um, having shared your experience with type 1 diabetes, I guess my next question is... Um, and, and especially because you got it, you discovered that you are living with type 1 diabetes when at the university. So, yeah. mm-hmm. seven years now. Yep. Uh, so, uh, I guess the question is, what tips and uh, sort of tricks have you learned now with, for example, managing your diet and uh, looking at what you eat and how has that looked like seven years down the line? All right. Um, it's a challenge. Yeah. The, the secret is about uh, insulin and mm-hmm. diet. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Because with diet, you can eat anything or you can eat according to the nutrition, the t- nutritionist's plan. Mm-hmm. But you tend to find your sugars a bit high, mm-hmm. maybe they're low. So you have to find a balance between insulin and uh, whatever you eat. Mm-hmm. If you craft the art of knowing how... Because most of us use the pen as a way of administering insulin mm-hmm. we don't use the the automated machines mm-hmm. the what is it called um the patches mm-hmm. or, i don't know the name i can't remember the yeah, name yeah i know what you're talking about yeah. uh-huh. so if you craft the the art of knowing um the ratio to the insulin that you administer and the food that you eat mm-hmm. you'll have a perfect balanced uh, sugars mm-hmm. and um you have to uh, to to monitor that through having strips mm-hmm. because if you don't have strips you can't know uh sugars there at what level mm-hmm. or the, how are they behaving mm-hmm. so that's all about managing uh, especially on diet and insulin mm-hmm. yeah interesting um so, uh, the, the thing with uh, being in university or, yeah. or you know, being a student generally is that there's a very uh, deep sense of wanting to fit in. Yep. yep. And uh, it's interesting that uh, for you, especially coming from the party, uh, you had your worst night uh, with, uh, with all of the sugars and the body reacting the way it did. Uh, so, the question is... Uh, especially with mental health as well because now when you don't fit in you feel isolated and you're out mm-hmm. so how have you been able to manage uh, sort of your mental health component as a person living with diabetes but also how have you been able to manage uh, you know that uh, situation of fitting in uh, did you find new audiences to hang around with did your audiences change uh, what are you doing for your mental health as well Ah, that's a really tough one. <laughs> um, after I was diagnosed, yes, I told a few friends of mine. Mm. Some of them ran away. Some of them were really scared of even having me with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bad experience, but you have to accept. And um, at some point, I had to like uh, put a halt on my studies, mm. especially in Kenyatta University. Mm-hmm. So I had to study... Uh, 
international relations at University of Nairobi mm. just to avoid the part that most people knew about my life mm. so I wanted to escape that aspect of every time oh my pona mm-hmm. are you are you good now mm-hmm. what's wrong eh? mm-hmm. so it was bad for me so I had to like ghost people in my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. even right now most of most of them if they listen to this they'll maybe eh? they'll know where what the problem was eh? mm. because uh, I had to be silent about it mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell everyone because I had bad experiences with uh, three or four friends of mine mm-hmm. uh, you expect a lot of them from them but mm. eventually you get disappointed you tend to be alone mm-hmm. so as I said my parents or my family are a bit supportive mm-hmm. they really supported me to get over this thing trying to accept the situation but when it comes to friends mm. i think uh, personally I, most people won't um, mm-hmm. like agree to what i'm saying but mm-hmm. uh, personally i think if you have to tell somebody especially a friend don't have expectations of mm-hmm. how they'll treat you or mm-hmm. how they will take the reaction exactly. mm-hmm. but if they are positive well and good move forward if they are negative well find a way to change their mind and if they can't change their mind life has to move on mm-hmm. yeah so it's a challenge having friends or trying to tell people what your situation is but as i've grown mm. i've met uh, my friends who are type 1 diabetes and stuff mm-hmm. so most they try to encourage you to be open to be to 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 have uh, like an open ground for everyone to mm-hmm. accommodate everyone so we are fitting in right mm-hmm. now vizuri mm-hmm. in in this mm-hmm. in this journey with mm-hmm. diabetes mm-hmm. yeah so eventually you got to to sort of find uh, new friends who really yeah, you know exactly. understand even the situation even all the friends like um I have friends who even right now they don't know I'm diabetic mm-hmm. maybe for 10 years now mm-hmm. but uh, for the last two years I've decided to just come out tell everyone mm-hmm. what you're really into what you're mm-hmm. really into your life how you manage it for those who will stay well and good for those who will go well and good well and good you can't mm-hmm. convince people to stay in your life and mm-hmm. they're not really mm-hmm. there for you mm-hmm. yep interesting uh, so second to last question um, what will your call to action be uh, especially uh, you know to governments and service providers because the thing with diabetes uh, is that the cost to manage is uh, is pretty high you know uh, yeah. insulin and then the food but also the regular checkups it's not uh, it's not an easy thing and uh, so what would your call to action be Uh, you know when it concerns uh diabetes especially to either to governments or to other people living with diabetes and or to the general public uh, what would your contribution be uh first of all uh, diabetes is a uh, diabetes is um it's a really expensive um, i can't say disease but a really condition to mm-hmm. manage yeah? Mm-hmm. That's why there is this famous quote of uh, diabetes is for the rich. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that the rich people only but um, managing the cost of mm-hmm. diabetes makes it so expensive that if somebody is poor or cannot afford mm-hmm. uh, generally your sugars will be bad, you'll have complications and um, we know the end product of it. Mm-hmm. So my call to action is to the government and um, the stakeholders uh, to reduce you say the cost of management mm-hmm. i can't say insulin or strips mm-hmm. or doctor appointment or mm-hmm. anything but generally everything is expensive mm-hmm. but most importantly is the insulin because we have to inject insulin and we live with insulin mm-hmm. on a daily basis 
So to me, uh, the government should at least put legislation in subsidizing the insulin costs. Mm. And to the other stakeholders, is there's need for awareness and um, civic education. Mm -hmm. Most people live with diabetes, especially type 1, and they're not aware of. Mm -hmm. You just find yourself maybe you are having complications, you are having symptoms that you can't even think of it. Mm -hmm. Most people remain silent. So awareness is important to the general public mm -hmm. and advocacy to to reach out to many people concerning uh, how to manage, how to detect, and how mm -hmm. to go about your daily life with either um, through a, a diagnosis mm -hmm. and through management. Mm -hmm. yep. Interesting. Uh, last question now. Favorite quote and why? Um, my favorite quote is from, I think, uh, Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it says that um, you learn from yesterday, mm -hmm. you live today, mm -hmm. and you hope for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's my philosophy in life. Mm -hmm. um, I learn from my past, mm -hmm. um, through my experiences. Through my experiences, I'm living the moment mm -hmm. because we, we, are, we are in life to live. Eh? Mm -hmm. I'm living the moment, and as I live the moment, I hope for the best in future. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so you stay optimistic. Exactly, that's the one. All right, so that's how I guess we finish this podcast again. So um, you learn from yesterday. Yeah. You live today, today and hope, and for, hope tomorrow. for tomorrow. Yeah. All right, uh, thank you very much for agreeing to be hosted in the African NCD Champions welcome, podcast welcome. today. I'm happy to be here. Uh, this has been a, a very interesting one as well. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you very much and uh, looking forward to the next one. All right. I'll be here, Makolari. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. That's a wrap. Now that was incredible. Thank you for listening in. Share this with your networks and follow us on all social media at Storylink and at NCD Champions. See you on the next one.